Hello and welcome to the Friends End Podcast. Um, we are here again um, and it's, it's remarkable to say we won again. This seems, hey. yeah, it's all, hey. all very, uh, very unusual <laughs> um, looking over the last couple of seasons. But um, so let's discuss the game. Um, my name's Liam and then we also have Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hi. And Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. So Simon, you're feeling better now, anyway. Uh, yeah, the 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 win on Saturday certainly, uh, yeah, it made made me feel better than I than I was last week. Excellent. We weren't sure if you were just going to ditch us for some Bristol City podcast or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would have been that would have been cruel. Um, but yes, let's talk about the game. So uh, we played against Walsall. Um, we won three uh, one. We finished with I don't know how many players. <laughs> we absolutely bossed the game until we scored. I thought. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It wasn't a great game. It was a bit scrappy, wasn't it? But, yeah, uh, but yeah. but we definitely were going about we were the it the right side. way and, and yeah. were making the better chances. Then they had about fifteen minutes where they were they were creating a bit more, and in that time they they equalised. Um, then it sort of evened out towards the end of the half, but because of uh, a few injuries that had happened, it it ended up being seven minutes of added on time, and <laughs> in that seventh minute, Marcus Brown got sent off. Um, Prior to that, uh, if we if we talk through the other stuff that happened in terms of the referee's performance, I thought we should have had a Stonewall penalty because I, I can't believe that Brannigan's foul was seen as outside the box. Uh, but that's not really been discussed since the game. Um, and then Mackie getting kicked in the face, that's a, that's a tough one because I think Mackie went into it knowing he, was, he wasn't going to get to the ball. He's been quite hard done by, I think. There was a game a little while ago, I can't remember, a game at home where he was elbowed in the side of the head, blood injury, and the, the free kick was given against him. It, again, on Saturday, the ref played advantage, fair enough, but you go back afterwards then and book the player for, for, for dangerous play. I, he's There's a great photograph of him being treated on the pitch, you know, with the with the physios around him, and he's laughing his head off. I think he's, I think he's really enjoying himself now, and he, he's making an absolute nuisance of himself, and and he's being the player that I think we all thought he was going to be at the start of the season. Yeah, and it's obviously what he was sort of brought along to do, and and actually, a relegation fight is is probably where he comes into his own with that. I just find it awkward when Robinson says afterwards he was stamped. The keeper stamped on his head in the air. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's, no you know, you are, you just remember who you're quoting for a second and, and, you know, yeah, yeah. Factor that um, into that equation. But it, but basically, the, the referees seem to give um, decisions based on how loud people claimed for them. And I think, uh, personally, I, I don't see how it is a red card. I know that a few people have said that they think it was, um, but he seemed to be sort of, uh, shepherding the ball and and yeah he went over the ball to do it but but that happens to be honest it didn't even it didn't even look like the ref was going to was going to blow until the, all their fans shouted for it he, there was a fair old delay that sort of decision and, but like you say when i saw it back i sort of thought well i've seen them given seen reds given for that so it's the kind um, of thing where because he does go over the ball it's pointless appealing because there will be that like, oh, well, I can see why. Oh, no, there's no there's no point appealing that. That's never going to get overturned. No. Um, it, it was a bit of a silly... We we just got a free kick, which we took quickly. 
um, and, and ended up, I think after about two passes, the ball ended up in that tackle that he got sent off for. But we, we played ourselves into all sorts of trouble with, with a silly quick free kick, you know, seven minutes into injury time in the first half. It's, at that point, you just go, right, let's see the half out. Let's not do anything silly. We, we almost, well, we did. We, we kind of created the situation. Yeah. But, you know, that the didn't need to be there. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I think that in, in terms of the actual red card being a red card, it's similar to when Mackey was kicked in the head. If it wasn't a goalkeeper, he's definitely at least booked. Mm. Um, but the goalkeeper gets ably protected. If that challenge hadn't been in front of the Walsall dugout, he's not getting sent off. But because they yeah. all flailed their arms about and stuff. And I'm not saying that we don't do that. We've got Robinson in charge. Of course <laughs> we do that. But yeah. it, it was just, the, the ref was weak, I thought, throughout the game. Um, but it didn't matter, because in the second half, Walsall decided to do this crazy thing, which is not act like they're playing against ten men. And they carried on just lumping the ball forwards. And, well, our back four could mop that up all day. So we, when we did get the ball, passed it as we had in the first half and, and deservedly went ahead and won. I, I don't think... You know, they they had a few attacks, but they didn't really create much in the second half. Um, no. I don't think I was ever really nervous. I honestly left that game. That's the proudest I've been of the football club, I think, probably since Middlesbrough in the Cup, which is a game we actually lost. But it was a, a you know a great day out, and we, sh- we gave a great account of ourselves. But, um, yeah, not since the Michael Appleton era have I thought we have... We we we've played so well. It was when you when you when you add it all up away from home against a team who are so up against it. They had to throw everything at us. Ten men, you know. But I thought Oxford United gave such a fantastic account of themselves in that half. Um, you know, you it's halves like that. You remember why you you follow the club that you do. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, when my wife asked me about the game afterwards, I said that um, that we deserved the win. We played really well, and then to to score at the end and to see the passion and and so on from from the players and from those subs running on the pitch and getting second yellows and getting booked and all of that stuff, um, that was brilliant to see. However, yeah. I think we could have played averagely, and Walsall would have found a way to lose that game. I thought yeah, it awful. Yeah, I don't want to stray into the territory of taking things away from Oxford, but Walsall were dreadful. I mean, I, I just thought for a team who are in the, the, the top spot of the relegation zone, season very much to play for, uh, but, you know, they, they've seriously got a start now, I thought they were crap. And I just <laughs> thought, the, I mean, the home support as well was, was, was just nothing. I just thought, nah, nah. <laughs> Yeah, just, I, just pe- pathetic to be it honest. It's dreadful, and in, in in terms of them as a club, the stewards are awful every year. But oh. they they absolutely excelled themselves this year. Um, you've got them scoring an equaliser and their player going straight to our fans. He he doesn't get too close, but he's definitely goading them, and the the stewards are nowhere to be seen. Whereas as soon as our players scored, they're being shepherded away, and and there's obviously a clip that has gone around. Twitter quite a lot of Alex Mowat when he was there with Barnsley being yeah. told to, to clear off from clapping his own fans. They, they are unbelievable. Uh, and I, I believe the, the, same, um, the same steward in that Alex Mowat clip was there and yeah. involved in the, <laughs> the, the melee that followed our second goal. 
uh, which was brilliant, by the way. And and I, I've got a bit of a love for Cashy that I didn't have prior to the game. I thought he was good, but I love him a bit now. It's another odd refereeing or odd law that I think nobody knew about. And it's like, oh, what you'd be sent off again when you've been, you know we've had we've had a couple of these strange refereeing laws that nobody knew about. And it's almost like the refs are getting together and sort of going, right, what what can we try with Oxford United this week? What, what law <laughs> are we going to try with them this week? But you're right, it shows a real desire from all the players. And one thing, sort of listening last week, was it last week, Chris Short, the, the fitness coach, was given a, a, a new contract, I believe. And the the number of late goals that we, we've kept on going right until the end, even with, like we say on Saturday with 10 men, We've kept going and kept going, and it's it, real sort of testament to the to the coaching staff and the players that they've they've really kept themselves in tip top condition. And I'm, for this I'm not getting carried away with myself, but in that regard, that is where you get your Man Uniteds. You know, people talk about them being comeback kings, and they get so much luck because they get the last minute goals. No, that is what it comes from. Mm. <laughs> it comes from fitness. It comes from desire. It comes from stamina. And uh, and if we can have that, what a great advantage to have because that has got us three points at Bradford, three points at Wickham. Well, two points at Bradford, two points at Wickham, and uh, secured the third, um, the the three points at Warsaw. Um, and that's that's just against the teams that are down struggling with us <laughs> from the last few weeks. That's so important, absolutely mm-hmm. vital. Um, and and it's nice to see, especially with how tight it is at the moment, going from twenty first to thirteenth or whatever in the in the space of you know a kick of a ball. Uh, we got Wimbledon in a couple of days. Um, uh, who's going to the game, and are they going overground or underground? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So did I. It's been a while since we played Wimbledon, but there we go. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sort of going to say what I said last week. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself again, but I think this is going to be a tough game. Um, I wouldn't accuse us for a second of switching off, but... I think we naturally will relax a little bit. Not that we should, but we probably will. Um, because let's be honest, we, we, we should be safe now. Um, I think we will relax a little bit. Wimbledon are, are on a good run. Um, they're they're going to they're gonna throw everything at us. But I said this last week and uh, look what happened. So, hey. Yeah, I, I think that we, um, yeah, we might relax. But sometimes that works in our favour. <laughs> That's we can true go enough. into the game with a bit of a kick around and they can they can struggle. I don't actually know at what point we are mathematically safe because the teams beneath us are playing each other quite a bit. So yeah. I've sat down a few tra- times to try and work out if we are mathematically safe yet and I just can't be bothered each time I begin. I mean, so, to be honest, you know, it's, it's 52 points. We're nine points clear of the drop. There's, what, 12 teams beneath us. Four of them are going down. I, I really can't see it. Well, the bottom club can't overtake us, can they? Okay, right. So like, even if they did win every single game, mm. you, you know, we're, we're not finishing bottom. That's nice. Mm. Um, but then, as you say, we've we've still got that that fair old cushion, and we we need, in order for us to go down, we would need um, all of those teams to do really well. Yeah, I mean, and us to do really badly. And I mean, you know, it's sitting here now. It's it's unbelievable, really, the last four games that. I mean, four games ago, we 
you know, we, we were really in it. We really, we really were, you know, backs against the wall and thinking, you know, how is this going to play out? It was well, 50-50 as to whether we were going up or, set, or, or going down. Yeah, uh, but I mean, the, do you know what? Last season, um, when, when we sort of got out of it, there was never, to be honest, I never truly thought last season that we would go down. I always thought we'll get out of this. This season, I have to say, there were moments I thought, I just, I don't know how we're going to turn this around. A but few goals I've, down at Plymouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got to say, they have they really have. The last four games, I mean, that right there are the four games of the season. That's it, you know. And, um, you know, and two of them were won with, with virtually the last kicks of the game. Um, and you know what a way to do it, and and suddenly it's it's sort of like oh this is there's not much to not much to worry about now. Yeah, those those three of the last four games have been cliche alert, real six pointers, haven't they? You know, Walsall, Wickham, and Bradford, all teams around us that you know to to win against the teams around is is more important than beating the teams at the top of the table. It's it's still very tight down there, but I I, I agree with you, Fraser. That you, I, well, and and you, Liam, that for us to go down now would would need pretty much every single result to go against us. You know, you'd you'd have to do some maths to work it all out. But it's I mean, it's very unlikely now. I think for us that we'll go down. I mean, especially the form that you know the likes of Wickham and Southend are on, and and Warsaw as well are all on yeah. awful runs of form. And like you say, if, if if a lot of the fixtures are against each other, if yeah. someone's winning that, someone's losing that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So, can't, yeah. can't get maximum points each, can they? So, yeah. yeah. No, I do love draws in those games because yeah. then, uh, yeah, it only two points are given out beneath us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think we've also got to look the other way. I mean, you know, obviously the playoffs aren't going to happen, but I think just for a pride thing... mathematically we've... possible. Well, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just for a pride thing... We we've we've got to you know finish as high as we possibly can now. It's uh, I think a few of the players have said that in their interviews that look we we may well be safe, but the season isn't over yet. Let's 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 recover some of the pride that we may have lost this season. Well, yeah, because we're we're what six points behind eighth. Is that right? Um, yeah, if we yeah, could get so. up to that, we have a top eight budget. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no no shame <laughs> if we can match that stuff. Yeah, um, exactly. And and on that note, really. I was really, really annoyed looking at, at Twitter. I know you, you shouldn't look at social media if you if you are in a position where you might get annoyed, but the amount of people being why are people celebrating? Um, we we should have had a better season than this. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't have a better season than this, and it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. We needed to get fifty two points at this stage. We needed to beat teams that we weren't beating, being the ones that were were struggling as well, and we've done that. Let's let's be happy with it, please. Yeah, when you've been down in the dumps for most of the season, now that we finally managed to climb out of it, you know, let's just be happy for five minutes about that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, I know that the stats been around um, over the last few weeks, but since Eastwood come came back into the side, if the season started then, we'd be sixth. I know that's a big if, but. It just shows if you have a good start, and then we've been average for most of the season, but because of our bad start, we've been in the relegation zone. Well, if you have a good start and you're average for the season and then have a good finish, which is what we're currently having, then, you know, we're, we're really up there and challenging. Yeah, form table at the moment, we're, we're in the top sort of two or three or five 
teams over the last six eight games. It's you know we're we're above you know teams who are going for promotion. So the form is really good at the moment, and if they can keep that going, like you say, if we can finish, you know, eighth ninth something like that, then it's ignoring how poor the start of the season was and ignoring every, kind of ignore the season just look at the table at the end of the season you go well it's about right for for the for the budget and and we perhaps kind of write this you know write this season off a little bit and just go right let's almost start again in in terms of how we feel about robinson yeah and and i think far too many people have said in the 14-15 season it's you know we started off badly and we were struggling at the bottom and then we we came good at the end I'm not making that comparison necessarily but if you look at those seasons where you come good at the end and you have a good run of form at the end of the season most of the time you start off the next season in a similar vein of form Mm. it's definitely you know don't drop off let's keep the the good vibe that's obviously in the camp at the moment and uh, hopefully take that into next year yeah, and if and if the if the manager's still here next season, which I think he probably will be, I, I, I can't see us getting rid of him. You know, we, we, they're talking about budgets already and players. We're looking at signing players. Then I think you keep a, a nucleus of the side that he's built so far. That certainly since January, the January signings were 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 a marked improvement on the on the summer signings from last from last summer. That you you hope he's kind of learned a little bit from from the mistakes he made with recruitment and we can we can build on on that squad you know the nucleus of the squad we've got yeah yeah and and with Pukowski having gone <laughs> and a, a few other you know potentially big wages gone mm. our budget can go down a touch and it doesn't necessarily mean we're spending that much less on the the, the actual squad no you, you just uh, spend it more wisely don't you you don't yeah. spend it on the Ricky Holmes type players who who aren't going to contribute a great deal, but are taking a big chunk of wages. I mean, I think with I think with Carl Robinson, I think the jury is still firmly out on him. Um, it, I think, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be there's not gonna be a verdict until you know I think far into next season. Um, it it and like you say, it it really comes down to his recruitment this summer. You know, we got some things right last summer. We got a fair few things wrong. Um, I think we all expected more from Luke Garber. Um, he is coming good now, slightly, but I, I mean, I don't know that it's going to rescue his uh, the impression he's made this season. Um, but I mean, you know, and then the players like Ricky Holmes and and um, God, I forget his name, midfielder. Yeah, uh, Carruthers. Yeah, I forgot yeah. his name then. Um, I mean, where where is he at the moment? Does anyone actually is he injured? I, no, I think he's fit, but not. Because I think of the number of lone players that we've got, somebody's got to sit out. We'll find out because of the bans for Brown and Cashy. We'll mm. find out at the weekend if he is out of favour or if it is just the lone thing. Um, talking about recruitment in the summer, Robinson, a lot was made about his interview after the game where he said, and Cashy and Graham and Garbutt, and they're all seeming happy and they're not going to be here next season. And is that, is that what he actually said? It was along those lines, but right. I think I think his point was people talk about loan signings not caring because they're not there next season. Well, these guys care. Yeah. I think that's what he was getting at. I don't think he was getting at these players won't be back. Uh, I think people have, have maybe missed the point or maybe he's just spoken badly. And I think, 
when we bear in mind it was a post-match interview, <laughs> um, I think I think we know which one that that was. I, I could be completely wrong. He might just be saying they won't be here next season. But I think he was making the point that people moan about loan players because they're not there next season. Yeah. But actually, these guys do care about the club. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd love to see Jordan Graham back in particular, and and Cashy's really come into his own in these last few weeks. Anyway, um, so next game Wimbledon. Win, lose, draw. I'd take a draw. I th- I think, as we said earlier, I don't think the players will be on the beach necessarily, but I think there's perhaps just that sense of we, we're just about over the line now. And Wimbledon are on a decent run of form. Always an awkward team to play against. And he's, he's certainly got them playing... You know, and getting results now, hasn't he? Um, Wally Downs. It's. It, I, there was an interview with him a little while ago where he he said he you know when he first came in he just had to stop him losing and just really went back to basics. Said and now we're we're doing things a bit more sort of you know now now we've stopped losing we can start concentrating on trying to be a bit more creative. So they're going to be a tough side to to play and they're on a run of form. So uh, yeah, I, I can see it being a draw. But they did draw against another struggler. They went one 0 up against Hackington, didn't yeah. they? And then and then drew. So, I mean, they need the points more than we do. But then so did Warsaw. Um, what do you think, Fraser? Yeah, I think a draw as well. Um, I never like to predict a loss, but I think, uh, like you say, as much as we don't want to admit this, the players, I think their mindset is going to be ever so slightly in a mode of things are a lot easier now. Um, and I think Wimbledon are going to be very up for it. They they need the points, um, and like you say, you know, full full credit to Wimbledon. I mean, the, everyone had written them off as the division's whipping boys that were going to go down by March. Um, the fact they've they've managed to get out of this, uh, well, not yet, but um, the fact that they've that they've gone on the run that they have, I think it's going to be a really and looking at the form of the teams around them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a really tough game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for a win. I don't know why. And if we don't win, I don't really care that much. I'd like to <laughs> finish in really good form, but um, it was getting to 52 was the important thing. Yeah. I am actually quite curious. Um, Robinson said to the players, if you get 52 points today, you get four days off. On Saturday. Oh, right. And so he's given them four days off. I'm, I'm guessing that's to go, look, because then we'll all relax a bit. You've got four days to relax. Mm. And then you come back in and you act as if... You start working again. You, yeah. yeah. So will that work? I, I don't know. It's, um, it's an interesting one and uh, it's sort of a brave decision. But I think now's the time to try it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and and we'll see where we go from there. Well, so I'm going to say I'm going to say win. I know I know I, it's, I we shouldn't be looking at it. What you know, it, it doesn't matter if we lose. Even if we lose on Saturday, we stay twelfth. Yeah, you know, which Absolutely. is <laughs> at this stage of the season, and how how thing how tight things have been recently. You, you know, you you'd have not believed that a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, with the with the four wins on the trot, if even if we do lose, it's that's, that's still decent form. Yeah. No, it was a bit amazing at half time. We we had a man sent off, so I looked at the the league table and and saw that you know it was one one, so we were we were ahead, mm. um, and and that was fine. But even if we lost, we'd have we'd have stayed twelve. Yeah. That's yeah, it absolutely amazing. And then to get the win, uh, and I got to say credit to Jerome Sinclair for that calm finish, 
Oh um, yeah. And and Long's cross, everything about it, you know, Dickie's header, the the ball into him at the at the beginning. Um, yeah, it was it was all, it was a, a very um, professional performance. We had a few chances, we took them. Right, okay. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday, so, um, you know, we've got plenty of time for winding up orders and stuff like that for us to miss. Um, <laughs> but it's been nice to not talk about one for a podcast, yeah. I thought. Yeah, I mean, Tiger, um, if you want to buy the stadium tomorrow, don't let that put you off. Don't, oh, no, no, we'll no, do we'll another pod. Else. We'll do, yeah, 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 that'll be fine, <laughs> that'll be fine. Um, anyway, uh, thanks very much for listening. Hi, Tim. Hi, Matt. Hi, Kath. Hi, Hi Liam. Uh, Kath, by Hi, the way, who, who does the Twitter for the club, uh, one of the stewards said that she would get arrested if she went onto the pitch after the game. Um, despite <laughs> the fact she has full stadium clearance. Ah. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, can I can I can I just say hi to my mate Joe, who's listening from the Dominican Republic? Thank you. You can. You can. <laughs> I don't think he'll hear you. I'm gonna say nah. hi, hi to Jonesy as well, who, who's been listening, catching up with the whole seasons podcasts, and and, oh, wow. and was very praising of us on uh, on Saturday. So I must be a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like not a very exciting one. Like um, you know, stealth at Thorpe Park. That literally is just low and then goes high. And then that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. It's, it's not ups and downs and rounds and stuff. It was very much rock bottom. And then it yeah. just shot up. Yeah. Not completely, but a, a bit. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you very much to everyone listening. Um, and we'll be back again next week. Thanks very much for listening and goodbye. Bye. Cheerio. Cheerio.